I don't know how I missed it, but apparently Google has been making these commercials recapping the year in searches since at least 2010. I just never knew it, but that's what I could tell from YouTube anyway. It's a clever, genius advertising campaign, of course, because it accomplishes a whole lot in 120 seconds. They review the events of the year, of course. They remind us of just how prolific Google is in our lives. It always leaves me wondering, now I've seen this four times, does Google really need an advertising campaign? It's a company that has become a verb, for crying out loud. They tug at our heartstrings, these commercials. They remind us of the common ground we share with each other and with people all over the planet, apparently, when it comes not just to what practical curiosities we share and search for, but what deeper kind of longings unite us as people. And what's as comforting as it is unsettling for me is that nothing much has changed. I mean, I'm comforted somehow by the common ground of our shared longings as people on the planet. There's something hopeful for me that we are curious about similar things in our collective heart of hearts, even though on the outside it looks so much like there's a lot that divides us. And of course, it's unsettling that even with the almighty Google, we can't seem to find what we are searching for. Some of you saw this coming at 7.30. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. That would have been the opposite theme song for Google's campaign, right? But in the scope of human history, U2's song fits because we are still searching. We're still looking, we're still longing for answers, we're still hungry for solutions, we're still searching for more of something. Something. And if our Google searches have anything to say about it, according to Google, we're searching, among other things, for how to heal, how to stay strong, how to be resilient, how to find purpose, how to have hope, how even to just be ourselves. And that has always been the case, according to our faith's story. Because Adam and Eve, remember, way back in the beginning, went searching one particular tree in the center of the garden because they thought they were missing something. The Israelites, wandering around in the wilderness, tried to find it once in the form of a golden calf, remember? That false god, that idol, that graven image they believed would bring them joy or bring them purpose or bring them power, bring them redemption somehow. And later up until the days of Jesus, people tried to find their salvation and their comfort and their hope and their answers in the law, the black and white, the yes and no, the right and wrong of all those rules, about 613 of them. 
they believed could save the day, but no one could ever measure up to following all of those rules and win that game. And on it went, God's children searching for power and purpose and trying to find it in people and in places and in things, in kings and in queens and in conquests, in wealth, in wisdom, in war, and whatever they could find, but to no avail, and on it goes, and on we Google, searching. Because you and I are no better and no worse as we gather here tonight. And I don't know what it is that brings any of us here or what it is all of us are searching for, but I suspect that each of us in one way or another has gone looking for whatever that that is in some strange, inadequate, if not scary and sinful way or place too. In bottles and relationships, in diets and money, in things and work, in disappointing distractions and in lost causes of every size and shape. So I wondered then more about this commercial. What actually happens when you Google it? The commercial never shows the results of those searches, does it? So pull out your phone if you have one, for real. Ethan, aren't you glad you got the password tonight for the Wi-Fi? Johnny, Wrigley, your pastor's telling you to pull your phone out in worship. Google it. What actually happens when you search? How do I heal? How do I stay strong? How do I find hope? What's my purpose? How do I be more like myself? Pick one. Google gives us a million answers. And Google makes a million different suggestions, doesn't it? There are lots of numbered lists, right? Nine ways to build your inner strength, for instance. There's lots of reviews from Psychology Today and other experts. There are hosts of life hacks for anything and everything. There's celebrity advice out the wazoo, and there are countless tips and lots of quick little quizzes you can take. Some of what shows up on your Google search might be worth a try. I don't know. But tonight I want to say that none of those things matter so much. All of the ways and all of the places that we've gone searching for what we want or what we think we need or what we long for most, I mean. Because tonight's good news is the reminder that God has been and that God is and that God always will be forever searching for us in Jesus. God wanted so badly to be found that God left heaven for earth. 
God wanted so badly to be discovered by the likes of you and me that God put on flesh and bones and came out of the shadows and into the light. God wanted so badly to be known in a way that we could understand that God became human, weak and needy and vulnerable even, just like the rest of us. God wanted so badly to be revealed to us and for the sake of the world that God served and God suffered and God died so that we could see what love in action can do in our midst. So I think it's too simple and far too cheesy to say that the answer to all of our searching is Jesus. We had our children's sermons earlier tonight because I think there's more than that. I think the answer is Jesus in the flesh. And not just the flesh that cried in the manger at Bethlehem, not just the flesh that walked the dirt road to Jericho or that climbed the hills in Galilee or that made its way to Jerusalem either. I think the answer to our many, many, many questions, to all of our searching, to all of our longing, to all of our hunger is Jesus in the flesh and more specifically in your flesh and my flesh and right here and right now. Because if we're searching for hope, I think we find it in each other. If we're searching for hope, I think we find it in the doctors and the nurses who risk their lives caring for people who are sick from this deadly virus. If we're searching for strength, I think we look to those who survived those tornadoes that destroyed so much a couple of weeks ago in Kentucky and beyond. And I think for strength, we look to those who rescued and recovered so much and are still doing God's work in those ways now. If we're searching for courage, I think we find it in that football player named Tate Meyer who literally took a bullet or two for his classmates in Oxford, Michigan. I think if we're looking for courage, we find it in the queer kid who stepped out of the closet. I think we find it in the widow or widower who made it back to life somehow. I think we find it in the divorcee who had the courage to come back to church. I think we find it in the cancer survivor who made it out of bed today. If we're searching for purpose and meaning in this life, we find it in anyone and everyone who's living like Jesus did. Visiting prisoners, caring for the outcasts, feeding people who are hungry, defending the oppressed, loving the outsider, welcoming strangers, protecting kids. If we're searching for riches, we're all searching for riches. If we're searching for riches, I think we find it by giving away what we have. 
or by paying attention to the most generous people we know until we recognize how wealthy we already are. And if you're searching for companionship or common ground with someone who's searching too, put your phones away now. Stop searching elsewhere and look around you. The people in this room, most of the ones I know anyway, are kind and gracious and searching right along with you. And if you're searching for forgiveness or acceptance for something that's just between you and God at the moment, you'll find it right here in this bowl and at this table in the bread and the wine and the water of the grace that finds us all here first. And if you ever need to be reminded of that forgiveness or that acceptance or both, Again, call me after Christmas and we can talk. Because that's what God does for us. God searches for, God finds, and God loves us wherever we are. Through flesh and blood people just like you and me. So that we might receive it, this love. Revel in it, this love grace and return the favor of this gift for a world that is still searching too. Searching for love that has no limits. Searching for forgiveness with no strings attached. Searching for hope that has no boundaries. Searching for grace, for mercy, for peace. Searching for a place to belong. A place to find rest a place to know joy because that's the answer, people. That's the example God has given us in Jesus. Amen. Merry Christmas.